When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. might as well start right now yours oh. <laughs> so low lonely oh i know it's just sitting lonely the coffee <laughs> substituting for yassine i don't even know if they can <laughs> literally see can you see yourself on the camera there yeah oh okay perfect <laughs> as you can see we have a couple guests today one <laughs> a little bit more famous than the other <laughs> hey which one <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> As you can see, you know, we've got uh, uh, another reoccurring guest here. She, at this point, you know, she's just like another co-host. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to pull up. And then I forgot that I was going to be on camera. So I kind of yeah. look rough today. But, you know, nah, don't me every justify week. it. No, just be, you know, be cool. This is fine. It's whatever. This is you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did pick this outfit. I, I was a little limited this morning, but, you know. Exactly. <laughs> when you're living out of a suitcase, yeah. you kind of just make it work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't know where anything is. See, so at least you like... have an excuse. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. You look good, though. You you have, a, like, a actually hey, planned Hey, be confident outfit. in yourself, okay? Thanks, Amir. Yes, like, that's what I'm here for, yeah, okay? Mine just, it just it was, <laughs> but it was I chaos from the beginning. I do like it, though. Honestly, it wasn't even, I didn't put this together necessarily. Necessarily. I just woke up and I had to film a sponsored video and last time I wore like darker colors and mm-hmm. they literally commented they're like hey can you wear lighter colors next time like to match our aesthetic so I was mm-hmm. like damn oh. so I just put this on and then I realized in the morning I forgot all of my like actual like blazers and like <laughs> overcoats so I asked Amir <laughs> and my dad my dad was already halfway to me because I'm staying in an Airbnb mm-hmm. he drove back and Amir FaceTimes me and he's like rummaging through my stuff I was like you know what just just pick that up oh, and they came and I just threw it on so you know it wasn't very thought out but hey if it's worth the sponsor content it it's worth the video okay that's it's fine okay yeah exactly. I mean, yeah yeah so um i actually feel bad that we didn't mention this already because mm-hmm. like i feel like whenever it comes to certain things that affect our community in general especially our neighbors yeah like we you should be the first to announce it right or yeah, not yeah. announce it but at least speak about it mm-hmm. uh and what i'm talking about is the current situation in sudan mm-hmm. uh which if you don't know already uh essentially what how it started is that in 2019 the original dictator government was kicked out and they were overthrown by uh two i think uh they're like the military and like another paramilitary group um and then of course once you kick out the original government you got to have like a transition to a new government right Right. so they're planning that for the civilian government to come and take its place but in the process of that the two the military and that other paramilitary group that helped them ended up clashing because they disagreed about like who would run 
the transition who would who would mm-hmm. basically run the show until a transition occurs mm-hmm. and unfortunately uh that came to a head recently and then those two groups are now fighting all across the country like it's not just in the main city of like Khartoum it's like around the whole country mm-hmm. there's clashes between the groups because they're they're allies originally right so they're across the whole country working together right and it's kind of weird if you think of that concept where you're literally like friends with these people not friends but like you're working with these allies. people one day mm-hmm. and then literally the next day you're like killing each other yeah, that's wild. I feel yeah. like I feel like a lot of corruption like that happens all over Africa. Well, all over the world in general. Yeah, but yeah. because obviously we're African, like it's more apparent. To I us literally wrote we that see it down. in our own country. Yeah, exactly. You know, Ethiopia, but also seeing it like in Sudan and like in mm-hmm. many other countries mm-hmm. in Africa. Yeah. Um, I actually so I follow uh, one of my friends. Her name's Sahar. Uh, she was actually in Sudan when it happened. She's mm-hmm. she's Canadian, oh. but she was in Sudan. Um, I think she had moved there uh, a couple of years ago, so she was there while it all happened. And she mm-hmm. was like posting on stories, like real live updates, and like oh my God. trying to figure out like how she was going to get out of Sudan, mm-hmm. and like literally just every day it was different updates of like, hey, there's this bus leaving this time if people want to get there, or. Mm-hmm um we're looking for this person this is what he looks like he left to like you know get funds or something mm-hmm. and then like her we family members or just family people? members and just people she knew and mm-hmm. stuff basically yeah. just trying to find like missing persons that like mm-hmm. they oh don't know what God. happened to them yeah and and because they cut off the internet there was no way of contacting anyone mm-hmm. so it was like really like crazy to see it in real time mm-hmm. and like i i have to admit like i'm not the most educated with all of it but just mm-hmm. like obviously seeing people that i am I won't say close to, but like people that I know that I'm like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. familiar with and seeing all of that happen live. Like it was just kind of like insane. And Alhamdulillah, she made it out and her family is safe as well. Mm-hmm. But like not everyone was lucky. You know? I was exactly. going to say that like she's lucky and fortunate enough that she's a Canadian citizen and can leave exactly. and has the option to. But for those that are born and raised in Sudan and don't really have yeah. the funds or the means or they just are stuck there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's very unfortunate. And, you know, obviously yeah. anytime we really talk about any sort of tragedy that is occurring or any sort of conflict that's occurring in any sort of Muslim country or just anything that we are apparent, like made aware of mm-hmm. and that we cover on this um, podcast, like we always make do out for them. And mm-hmm. um, if we find any like, Ways to donate or just ways to help. Uh, you know, I'll link it in the description mm-hmm. below um, so that you guys can partake in that as well. But um, pray for our Sudanese brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah but one one note I wanted to go back to that yeah. Gizman men- or Aisha mentioned. Aisha mentioned. <laughs> just call me Gizman. <laughs> I know, like you're trying so hard. You don't even say it right, too. Aisha. <laughs> I don't. It's like it something in his being that can't say it. I like, can't, okay. Is that your speech impediment? It's like, it's like, like how I. <laughs> Probably, honestly. Uh, it's like how I say, uh, what's the other one? You can't say Huda. Huda or Huda. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say it with a thought this time. Mm-hmm. You said but, okay. Uh, but, like, why do you think, do you guys think, like, the reason that this happens in a lot of African countries, because this, is, this isn't new. Mm-hmm. Like, it's happened in so many other African countries at this point. Do you think it's, like, a byproduct of, like, colonialism or is it something else? I think it, is it like a lack of resources? What is it? I think it can be a lack of resources, but I think ultimately it's just human error. Like, mm-hmm. like naturally, obviously we're not perfect, but there's also this like ego that a lot of humans have, and mm-hmm. letting go of that ego, not letting go of that e- ego, leads to a lot of clashes. So mm-hmm. I think like at the core of it, it that's 
you know at the end you know it's humans fighting over power and yeah. like not agreeing with each other unfortunately they resort to violence and mm-hmm. you know kill innocent humans in the process yeah but, but do I you think know. do you think that like this is a very deep question okay mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna expect you know you don't have to answer like you know, not you crazy, trying to but, like downplay our intelligence I'm, no 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 i'm just saying i'm just saying like because colonialism, colonialism is such a big and like a deep hole to go down yeah yeah but i i feel that because uh, uh wait first off uh was sudan ever uh colonized, co- colonized? i maybe i think they were let me uh, fact check yeah that let's fact quick. check that real yeah. quick okay before we make before we continue right um, because we, we always talk about how like oh ethiopia we're the only country that hasn't really been yeah. fully colonized even though we did have like a period where the italians came in yeah but they kind of just built a couple things and left because they're like yeah uk we- and egypt uh once ruled present-day sudan and south sudan through okay. a dual colonial mm-hmm. government actually yeah because there was that whole movie made on sudan oh, like 20 years ago with like don Cheadle. who yeah, you don't know the search up Don Cheadle and Sudan. It was a very famous movie. You don't Don remember Cheeto? this? Don What? What did, did you say? say? John D- Don, Don Cheeto? Is that not what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> What'd you say? Don Cheeto. Oh. Che- y- y'all same. don't know John Don Cheeto? What? Oh, this guy. You mean the Blood yeah. Diamonds oh. movie? Is I it did Blood Diamonds? I not know that was his name. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, I literally... I don't see him in... I was thinking of a white in, like, guy. almost all black movies. Right. Or, like, when there needs to be a black Come person. On, yeah, but I've right. never known his name. Me neither. That's crazy. Yeah, he's been... He's a famous... He's, like, a very popular actor, okay? Well, yes, I, I know that. Yeah. I know his face, but I've never... But... Well, uh, I don't know a lot of actors. It's funny how I remember, you like... Hotel Rwanda? Yeah. That wasn't in Sudan. That, that was in Rwanda. Okay, let's cut out. Damn. Let's cut out that part. Wait, where, where was Rwanda? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> It's in you Africa? listen. <laughs> no way! Wait, 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 wait. Okay, guys. Okay, did you, did you watch the movie? I'm a nerd for like other things, but geography is not my thing. I know I'm from Ethiopia, but like the rest of the world, geography is not my thing. Okay, isn't so Rwanda East Africa? I'm gonna ask. Right? I'm gonna ask a very dumb question. I'm gonna ask a very dumb question. Okay, what is Rwanda a country? Okay, I knew. <sighs> Is it a country? Yeah. It is in here. It is, okay. It's in East Africa. Rwanda, the country. It's not a city. It's no. a country. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My bad. You never here. heard of like Rwandan people? So it's like. Yeah, it's but I thought they were like near, in the city. It's right. Ab- it's like to the northwest of Tanzania. Yeah. In between like the Republic of Congo. You know what? I, I knew this. I knew this information. Okay. I just had a brain fart. It's close-ish <laughs> to South Sudan if you think, if you yeah. see it. Okay. So. Okay. So yeah. So. It's maybe not related to that, okay? But I knew that there was, like, a conflict between, like, North Sudan and South Sudan yeah. at one point. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. There was something made on that, but I just can't remember what it was. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, b- I was going back to the colonialism thing. I think that because, like, they they t- stripped them of so many resources, it was mm-hmm. almost like the crabs in a bucket scenario you're stuck with that you guys know about the crabs in a bucket scenario we're basically like oh yeah if they see someone uh like getting out they pull them back down because they want to be they want to be on top Mm -hmm. so like they're all pulling each other down trying to get to the top and i feel like because of those lack of resources and like poverty and all that uh compounded on top of each other has led to people thinking of more of like a me mentality yeah. especially survival in africa yeah well, not not even survival fist like kind of sort of but like e- e- because they will like 
try and like dig. They'll if they can't if they can't beat you physically, they'll like find another way to get you. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, That's right? Messed up stuff. Yeah. So I feel like because of that, yeah, a lot of these countries have the people in these countries have uh, a mentality where they're like, like it's I have to focus on me because I don't know where I'm gonna get my next meal. I don't know where I'm gonna get my yeah, next that's true uh dollar so you kind of have to fight for your resources or for your sustenance yeah and i th- I feel like the only way that they know how like if you have wealth mm-hmm. and you ha- like then you kind of sort of have power yeah but if you don't then mm-hmm. your options are either to somehow infiltrate those like the wealthy mm-hmm. or rebel against them to get power yeah it's one or the other but like to rebel, it Sorry. requires everybody kind of work together. Yeah. But when you're fighting for your, we're not fighting, but when you're looking just for your next meal, it's hard to gather a lot of people together like that, right? Like you have to have a certain amount of like affluence or not. Is that the word affluence? Like where you basically everybody's like somewhat okay to be able to gather them all together and like make a proper um, group group or, or like a, a a have a real impact on like making a change but it's hard to do that when everybody's in poverty and like it's you know yeah. i don't know this is just something i'm bringing over from my own biases from what i've seen in ethiopia so yeah um it could be very different in sudan so I- i'll stop there i'll stop there but it just i i just can't help but think like this is happening all over africa like why is the military doing this and I think that's a part of it but I ask you as a follow-up question what would you guys feel like um intervention from western government whether it's the u.s any any government in north america or the uk or any mm-hmm. like power powerhouse country like would you guys want to see that to help them or would you do you feel like that's like just history repeating itself in terms of i wouldn't uh, trust any western yeah, countries like maybe maybe if anything like I would trust like Turkey or something or like something that like may yeah. you know that's a little uh less secular even though Turkey is still pretty secular at least go- the government somewhat mm-hmm. um I would trust them more than the western government cuz the western governments have a history of just really being interested in places if they have a certain amount of resources resources and exploiting them but you know what's yeah. crazy is like when you think of countries in the middle east like saudi arabia are they're so rich mm-hmm. and they have these extravagant like plans of building whatever type of futuristic buildings in the next 15 20 years mm-hmm. but like uh, and maybe they're donating on the low and we just don't know but <laughs> outwardly mm-hmm. they ain't helping nobody but themselves yeah mm-hmm. that's very sad to see mm-hmm. yeah all of it is just about uh incentive right like what are you going to get back from it that's what? that's the only thing that's going to move a government if they know that, that's why probably they haven't mentioned Sudan like that. Or if, if anything, they probably made like a note or like a, a little comment about it. Mm. But until there's an incentive and there's like something they can get out of it, they're not going to yeah. do anything. Shit, they didn't even they're help the people of Palestine. So yeah, that's sad. And buddy, buddy, with, you know the other news. I'm just saying, okay. That's yeah. a whole yeah. other topic. I'm not trying to get the one side. Actually, we pre- we mentioned plenty enough about that. But I know. Yeah, but but. At the end of the day, let's just pray for the people of Sudan. Yes. Hopefully, uh, this conflict is resolved as soon as possible. So, with l- the least amount of, of additional casualties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, the numbers that I was seeing on there, That's like it said, insane. it said it was, it was very low. But I think that was the reported 
numbers. Mm-hmm. Like he was saying like 500 deaths and that, definitely lot, more though. Though. and like uh, I think 1,000 people injured uh, and 50,000 people displaced. But I'm pretty sure like it's a lot more than that. It's just yeah. hard to kind of quant- like collect that information, right? Yeah. But That's so sad. yeah, again, we want to pray for the people of Sudan and uh, hopefully things get better soon. Inshallah. inshallah. Um, can you actually pass me my thing? I put down a lot of notes, but I can pl- can't remember what they You were. mean my phone? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. The doc. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hold on. I have to <coughs> oh, shoot. I'm going to get killed for that Rwanda comment. <laughs> you know, I actually have a lot of followers from Rwanda. Really? really? Yeah. Sometimes oh, when I'm looking, no. <laughs> sometimes when I'm looking through my... I might have like that out there. Amount, or yeah. not follower amount. Analytics? Uh, my analytics, analytics especially yeah. on YouTube. Like Rwanda is like one of the top. That's kind of cool. I know. I think that's why I knew it was in East Africa because I was oh, like, oh, Rwandan no. people. Like, guys, imagine you, you know like what? Sometimes I need to look dumb too, okay? <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing, Sada. I'm playing. Like, Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Let's get a little existential here guys okay i was watching a tiktok the other day and there was a lady who was reminiscing on like a video of her with her family doing at like a birthday party everyone was there everyone she could remember like when they're all kids and stuff or all her aunts and uncles or whatever and she's like she didn't know that that was going to be the last time and when she said that (laughs) comment without context like everyone knew in the comments everyone knew what she meant by mm-hmm. the last time right mm-hmm. so do you guys ever think about the last time all day every day yeah. <laughs> you know the first thing that comes to mind is like our eid barbecues mm. yeah like uh, i feel like that was like the beginning of the end uh, which is like really sad <laughs> because that was like i think towards the end of my high school mm-hmm. yeah the and last big barbecue was Right before you did your summer abroad. Do you remember that one at my yeah, house? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But did not, I feel like that? not even like any, everyone was there. Like the eat barbecues, like people that, I mean, you know, people yeah, I barely know. talk to were yeah, there. I know, I know. <laughs> and like. I do remember that. But yeah, I do remember that, um, that eat barbecue. I have a vlog on it actually. Yeah. Or not eat one. Sorry. The, mm-hmm. the going away barbecue. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of, I feel like you've had other ones. I don't think too. I was vlogging back then when I was doing oh. the um, the eat barbecues. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know believe. what? I have like Facebook albums that are now private. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. I have. I found pictures from that. Like, like do you mm-hmm. remember? Like, we set up like a tarp outside for like yeah. the the mom and dads. Yeah. And like with like uh, what's it called? We put carpets down and yeah. like we put machada, like pillows for people to lit. relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was like seventy five people surprised you guys. Oh my god! Yeah, we were like crying. (laughs) Yeah, mom like almost had a heart attack. I remember. I like literally remember that. Like, Mm -hmm. like it's it's like a core memory. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Because I I don't know. I don't think I've ever told you guys this story. But I was like, when was that? Twenty twenty. 13 No. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. So long ago. Yeah. You were in Mm -hmm. Ethiopia for like what four months? Like it was, was a long, long period of time. I was in Ethiopia for a while. What did you say? 
It's a Jackie Aina reference. If you know, you know. Did you say a parallelically time? <laughs> Long periodically time. <laughs> periodically. <laughs> what is that? She's trying to say periodically, but no, I think you've she's never seen that. <laughs> no. There was so there was like, I think it was a Vine like years ago. Yeah. <laughs> there was like like a, a black woman and she was making something and she was trying to like sound smart I guess or just like talking and she says she just said periodically like in the middle of her sentence or it didn't make sense. We have to sit out here and wait a long periodically time. The buses are nasty. The buses are filthy. And then, and then, like in Jackie Ina's videos, like for a while, she would always just randomly be like, "Man, I've been using this for a long, parallelically time." <laughs> and like, anyways, if you know, you know. That's you know, you know. <laughs> But yeah, um, and yeah. so I thought I was gonna miss Eid because I was flying back to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I was supposed to be here the day before Eid. Yeah. But then my flight got canceled, and I was stuck in Bahrain. That's mm-hmm. a whole other story time. Another mm. day. <laughs> when we get Sabrian, finally, he I'm can tell I'm pretty sure we... Have you mentioned the Bahrain story? No. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Have. Okay. You kind of hinted to it before, I think. But yeah, basically, I got stuck in Bahrain for like 24 hours or mm-hmm. less than that, I think. But I managed to get on a flight home and I made it like the morning of Eid. Mm-hmm. But like nobody knew except for... I think my dad picked me up. So he brought me home and they were like, we didn't tell anyone that you're here. And mm. I was like... Well, shouldn't we tell them? Like, isn't there like an Eid barbecue? And they're like, no, it's okay. Just hide in the car. We'll just mm-hmm. bring you there and they'll surpri- you'll surprise everybody. Um, and so I was like, all right. And I just remember like hiding in the back seat. And I'm pretty sure we picked up like Nabat and she like almost shat herself when she opened the door because she's like, oh my God, what the <laughs> hell? Oh my God. So then when we got here, um, I remember coming through the back mm-hmm. yeah. and your mom was the first. And then when she screamed, you came running and you yeah. were like, oh. Cause I thought she like fell or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was that was a really fun Eid. Yeah. Oh, you, how long were you in Ethiopia for though? That time I was there for seven weeks. Oh, Dang. I felt like much longer. At one point you were there for like four months though, right? That was like when I was a kid. Okay. And then in 2016, I was there for two months. Okay, okay. Good times. Can you believe you, we will never probably get the opportunity to like take long vacations <laughs> like that again? I mean, we can like, when we're on mat leave. Unless like you like, <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> well, like, but like, do you want to travel when you're on mat leave? When your kid's old and safe enough to travel. I mean, At that Mama point, you're did. back to work. What? Yeah, she we literally... With you. We yeah, traveled you guys we like 11 months. One. No, but like, I can't take a long vacation like that. Um, yeah, you paternity leave. Unless like, I take a, a, I quit my job. No, no you, you could, could take, take paternity leave. Yeah, or unpaid leave. Yeah. It's a thing. Uh, you allowed. Yeah. You could take paternity leave, though. You yeah. get like up to six months or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But that has to be split between so, your... Yeah. So like your wife would get like a year and you could get like six months. Which is mm-hmm. a pretty sweet trade-off. Yeah. Yeah. I feel would like you able to overlap it though? Um, kind of overlap? That I don't know. But what he could do is like um, his wife could be on mat leave and he could just take vacation and is then... Is the HR th- side, Adam? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is like you should <laughs> okay, know this. I, I, no, <laughs> this is your <laughs> employment rights. Yeah. No, but... um. But it, I guess it depends on the company you work for, too. Like if you work for, like, a smaller company where it's you and one other guy, yeah, it's, like, leaving for six months, like, okay. It's okay. They'll yeah, hire no. someone on contract. Exactly. Yeah, I guess so. Give someone yeah. else an opportunity to make money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I getting back to? Do you to? think about, your the, like, the last time? I overthink everything. But I never thought about it at the time. Like, did you guys think about it at the time? Like, oh, this might be, not this might be the last time, but, like, do you ever think, like, is this this is thing happening memory? now, mm-hmm. yeah, this thing happening right now is like 
you feel like it's not gonna happen again like this is a once in a lifetime yeah. well, not once in a lifetime but like this is like the last time we'll see this yeah i think like don't you ever in those moments where you could be like in a room full of people you just like stop yeah and you take mm. in the moment i feel like i'm more like aware of it now mm-hmm. but back then it was just like living you know but now yeah. i'm more aware of like i think especially since i like don't live here anymore yeah every single time i'm in somewhere i'm like oh this could be like this could be the last time or like this is gonna be like a memory that you know like something uh-huh. like that but i guess in the moment it wasn't necessarily that it was just us like enjoying life I, you know? I don't know. I feel or like I've you? always like I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like whenever like if we were just like having so much fun, which we always do. So. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. I don't know. I feel like a lot of our gatherings where we could literally just be sitting in a room and having conversation and we're having the time of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just like sit there and take in the moment. I'm like, this could be the last time we're all together. It's like, it's like you pretend you, you go back into like your movie or uh, what's it called? Um <laughs> Uh, main character or whatever no well not that. that but like that when you when you imagine yourself in a music video <laughs> you know you're just like you're just like sitting there and everything's going in slow motion around you and you're just like watching it from like third person oh <laughs> that's God. literally what it is like your inner dialogue is just yeah. like and then and it's like narrating literally. your whole life right then and there but i i, I think about it more like when i'm traveling like especially now yeah, like if sure. i'm visiting you yeah and in, in as of recently like in the last six months i've seen you what, like th- i've been to la three times yeah mm-hmm. isn't that crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been a that lot. was like me when she first moved i was just going back and forth yeah yeah like every like two or three months mm-hmm. like and every time i would see her That's I'd how be it like, should be i know right mm-hmm. don't worry it is it's gonna be like yes. this <laughs> <laughs> very soon i'm gonna be like just give me a copy of your key exactly <laughs> i'm just show up mm-hmm. <laughs> but um but yeah so like anytime i'm traveling or even like even though i like when we part like i still hug you like you know inshallah we see each other exactly, soon exactly yeah. you know like i'll see you in two months like yeah yeah <laughs> but you know i i don't know i feel like i think about it all the time do you yeah. have a core memory or like a yeah core memory um yeah like those things like the the gatherings like eat eat yeah. lunches or the barbecue but like my that's the one thing my memory is like so trash mm. that i tend to forget a lot of these things that's right sad. which is both a curse and a blessing like yeah, people yeah. forget you know having not bad memory but just having a memory that being able to forget is also a blessing in itself true people don't realize that because like if you remembered everything just like it happened yesterday like mm-hmm. all of us would be like balls crying on the floor like curled in a ball on the floor right because then you remember like all the the death all the things you might have missed like yeah. everything bad that might have happened to you but you know it's sometimes yeah. it's good to forget and then you know you have videos to look back on the good things that happened mm-hmm. um and it seems like whenever you like look maybe in that moment whatever mindset you're in like it wasn't the best but then when you look back at it on a video you're like oh you know what mm-hmm. things were good then mm-hmm. you know whatever yeah that's true i think that's why i really enjoy vlogging yeah mm-hmm. i always like, watch your regardless old vlogs. of like whatever i'm going through in life like i yeah. just always love just being able to look back and be like what was i you know like i still was enjoying life regardless mm-hmm. yeah. of what i was dealing with like what was i doing you know, six years ago, right in the summer, you know, and I can look back at that, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Like it's, it's kind of like, I mean, my dad was like the OG vlogger, you <laughs> yeah. know, so we have like hundreds, well, maybe not hundreds, but we have a lot of videos mm-hmm. of just like doing random things in the house. Like yeah. literally, my dad's just home from work one day, and we're just playing around, like, mm-hmm. 
and he's not saying a word, but like we have video diary of just it. Silently watching, <laughs> just us. silently watching us fight. You know, watching me fall off a little rocking horse, like all this. So it's it's really nice to at least have those memories because it's like it's that's not stuff that we'd obviously ever remember, but mm-hmm. seeing it is like yeah. I don't know, just like it gives you an appreciation for life and like all the moments that you create every day. Exactly, yeah. and now I feel like if you want to have those continue to create those core memories, you have to put so much more effort into doing those things. Like how last year we did the uh, cabin trip Mm -hmm. like that. We like purposely had to get everyone together, Mm -hmm. like people that literally live across the world (laughs) to get them all at the perfect time to like create. And it wasn't even everyone. It was just as many people as we can get to create this like core memory we need to do that again this year. Yeah, I really enjoy yeah. it. Like, at least every other year, but yeah. yeah. I remember I was like, even have to be in Toronto. Like, let's go. Yeah, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I, I just remember Nabat's like always trying to like make that trip happen. Yeah. I know. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to book this place yeah. and whoever comes, comes. <laughs> right. And I honestly feel like that is what actually pushed people to be like, okay, fine, fine. Let's yeah. like do this. Yeah. Because like, otherwise we're just sitting ducks. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like in our group of friends, like especially back in the day when we did the barbecues like yeah. you and i were always the planners exactly mm-hmm. and then you moved away so then it fell on me and i was like damn a lot of work yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> especially because i don't know if like like those of you that have large groups of friends or large groups of cousins i feel like it's like this with a lot of big groups like everyone is so indecisive on if they want to come or mm-hmm. you'll be like hey guys do you want to do this who's coming oh mm-hmm. oh if we talk about like the planning pet mm-hmm. peeves that's the one question that i'm like don't ask me who's coming because it's just i know like, oh yeah you yeah. can either make it or mm-hmm. you can't that's literally it yeah yeah it, it, like that's that's if you have if you put a list together of like pet peeves that would probably Ooh. be top five yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah who's who's coming for yeah. sure who's gonna be there or like if you know someone's free and you ask them, okay, let's do this thing like right now, just spur of the moment. Because mm-hmm. I'm a very like, I like to do things spur of the moment mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah, you do be doing And they say like, much. no, I'm like, why? You have all the time you want. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I guess I, in the same vein, I'm like, sometimes I just don't like plans being thrown on me. Mm-hmm. So I have to put myself in their shoes at the same time. Yeah. But then I think it's like such a simple thing. So I go back and forth in my head about it. But uh it depends on the person like if you if it's another spontaneous person i'm sure they would have been like yeah sure yeah don't worry. i have i have like a few friends that y'all don't know about you know just high school friends whatever that yeah. i can kind of do that with so i still have that little thing that i can go once to you see like every 17 months <laughs> exactly <laughs> hey every every six months okay it's still good it's still every good time okay. a new yeah. Yeah. literally literally <laughs> hey anytime they my dogs okay they came mm-hmm. out anytime day one your parents call me and they're like, where's Amir? I'm like, he's probably mm-hmm. at the movies with yeah. his friends. Yeah. Sometimes and you I, are. Yeah, sometimes I'd be not telling anyone where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And I'll be gone for three, four hours. But most of the time, if I'm gone for three, four hours, I'm probably at the movies, guys. That's, That's where true. it is. Yeah. That's true. I feel like our group has kind of gotten better, though. I think it also has the fact, has to do with the fact that, like, majority of us have like good stable jobs now yeah, <laughs> so we have the funds to actually say yeah. yes because that's obviously that's obviously very important yeah but i think like i feel like you know you know that whole term of like oh the trip made it out the group chat like i feel like a mm-hmm. lot of our trips have been making it out of the group chat lately mm-hmm. and like yeah you know i'm yeah. proud of that like we no, made the mexico sure. trip like i think that was our first international that was trip fun. together that, was that we actually planned yeah sorry uh, <laughs> we'll have to, you know what we'll plan one this year inshallah yeah okay. maybe like closer to the end of the year yeah or something, yeah when you I guys like have that. more vacation days yeah. but that um, was like that's another core memory yeah where was i was really like fun. oh my god this was, like that was fun mm-hmm. yeah um, so 
I think just like, yeah, just, just making my, my, I'm in the season of life where I'm like, I'll say yes and then mm. figure out the details later. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like if anyone that knows me and has planned trips with me, like I'm a very last minute booker. Like I will book my flight like mm-hmm. a day or a couple days before. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> because uh, technically I don't necessarily know what my schedule is going to be like. So yeah. like I could yeah. say, yeah, I'm free right now mm-hmm. for three months ahead. Yeah. But in three months I might have something to do. Right. So exactly. I just kind of like wait until the end and I'm just like, it's going to happen. <laughs> Rarely have I ever had to back out of something. Mm. So, you know, inshallah, it just yeah. stays that way. <laughs> but do you guys also think, just to bring it back to it, do you guys think that's going to be harder in the future? Like, okay, back then our families were bigger, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I know the family's pretty much the same size, but like, just because of where we live, like we live in a city where it's kind of hard to even live here anymore. So people are kind of just yeah. moving away. Yeah. yeah. And like um, as people are like getting married and maybe they're moving to different places and they get married. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't uh, move because of marriage. I know. But, though, you know, but it's like, like the, but like when you think when you think about your kids mm-hmm. future, like their upbringing, mm-hmm. do you ever feel like sad or not sad? But you feel yeah, kind of sad that they're going to miss out on that like large family gathering type of um lifestyle that we had because yeah. it was like it was like every day we were at someone's house and it was yeah. a bunch of us yeah because actually ironically enough the lack of resources and the lack of like funds just made every like because everybody couldn't go out mm-hmm. like our parents or whatever they mm-hmm. just all went to each other's houses and just hung out together with all the kids there yeah well I, the way that i see it i i kind of have this mentality of like Okay, yeah, Guzman's in LA, but mm-hmm. then that means my kids get to go to LA in the summertime. Exactly. Yeah, and but her then, kids will come here. Like, but then those kids won't like grow up together. They won't have that friend group that we had because all of we have the friend group because we're all family and we like kind of literally grew up as babies together, right? Yeah, but, but it's kind of like, um, like you know, well, mm-hmm. I you know realize, what though? We're in a very different climate now because exactly. you know we basically live virtually yeah you know like you know, the whole chronically online thing like that's yeah. starting to become everyone we're, yeah. we're we are online all the time yeah so i feel like the gaps that normally would have been filled with like our weekend like sleepovers or like you know mm-hmm. hanging out at people's houses like that's filled by social media mm-hmm. constantly talking like like the times that we weren't together we wouldn't talk for like a whole week or two mm-hmm. yeah but now we can talk to each other every single day if we wanted but don't you feel yeah. like that's like replacing vegetables with like sugar well it's yeah like in, not, of course but that's it what i feels I'm saying. good right like, away but it's like bad over a long period of time i don't think it'll be bad i think it'll just force our children to like grow separately because i feel like we were very much dependent on each other mm-hmm. growing yeah. up which isn't a bad thing for some mm-hmm. people it might have been a bad thing mm-hmm. but generally you know obviously it made us stronger but it can also like hinder your growth sometimes mm-hmm. yeah and keep you in like one state of mind but i yeah. think like mm-hmm. having refreshing you know opportunities to like meet different people all around mm-hmm. the world and then coming together and being like this is my family you know yeah, yeah. i think in that sense, like you, you have to work a little bit harder mm-hmm. to appreciate the people that are actually in your life as yeah. opposed to just like, oh yeah. Cause you know what? It happens now. It's like people ask you, or oh, like, how are you related? And you might just be like, oh, we kind of grew up together, but like, you know, we grew up together like in, in, in Sunday school, but we haven't really mm-hmm. seen each other for years, but like, yeah, yeah that's kind of my, you know, it, it's like, it's like interesting relationships to explain to people. Mm-hmm. But like when you're actually fostering, that friendship and like actually making time for it and mm-hmm. like the the family dynamics and stuff instead of like your parents forcing you guys in a room together yeah 
it kind of makes the bond stronger in my opinion yeah i feel like also that's kind of now instead of family that's kind of shifted to and even we had it back then is like shifted more to like the saturday classes and stuff because i still see it yeah since i go to the saturday school every weekend see less i see the kids how they interact with each other mm-hmm. i'm like okay so they still have that third place yeah mm-hmm. for a lot of these kids because they always talk about the third place which is going missing in a mm-hmm. lot of in a lot of places but we still sort of have in our community where we have the musadla and the Saturday school where the kids can meet together, meet mm-hmm. and like be good influences on each other, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm not too worried. Like, I understand that now we're in a different climate. I've accepted it now uh, and realized that it's just moved to a different. Were you sad place. at one point? No, but like it, it's something I think about. You, know, yeah. you, always, you always think about these things, right? You contemplate these things and mm-hmm. then you find the answer or at least you try and look for a good answer to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are because you always, even though we don't have kids, you think about okay, so like, yeah. if I did have a kid, like right now, mm-hmm. what kind of environment would they grow up in? Yeah. What I mean, friends would they have? I think about it like, remember that one time I almost moved to Australia. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh my god, imagine if I actually did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to raise my kids by myself mm-hmm. without any of my first cousins. Like, yeah. I think a little part of me would die a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like in that sense, I'm I'm grateful that I'm here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know where life is gonna lead me. Exactly. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the at the end of the day, I know for myself that like I'm gonna put in that effort to make sure that our kids inshallah mm-hmm. will have the same bond that we have mm-hmm. yeah where like i don't look at you guys as just like oh yeah that's my mom's sister's kids like yeah. no <laughs> these are my siblings like yeah we have mm-hmm. core memories as children like teenagers and we like traveled the world together how many times mm-hmm. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. inshallah our kids will have that same bond mm-hmm. and, and that goes for everyone really in our group of friends yeah. or we could just do what some other families do and they literally like have a football team of kids and they just all become each other's friends so you don't want to? No, you, you don't want like your kids to be friends with our kids. <laughs> it sounds <Huh>? chaos. <laughs> I know. Sounds well, you like guys don't want to, you know. Okay, maybe a soccer team, you know, a little bit mm. less. <laughs> Says the person who doesn't Basketball have to deal team, with pregnancy. Six, six right. on court. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, man. but yeah, uh, I do know. think of that though. Being in LA, especially, mm-hmm. I think it's also made me toy with the idea of. Like, I mean, actually, I've always said this, but like getting a property mm-hmm. yeah. here so that I could actually spend like summers here versus mm-hmm. you know, and then like when it gets cold, I leave. Yeah. And yeah. live that like bi coastal life and mm-hmm. like you know. But that'll be hard with kids, right? Unless you homeschool them. Yeah, either homeschool or like, you know, they get like two months off during the summer and then another Mm -hmm. like month off usually during the holiday season. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about the school part. Yeah. But, you know, I'll figure it out somehow. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, kids have school. (laughs) I graduated and then totally forgot about education. No, they're just going to be coming here for all the full summer. That's it. I actually wonder like how, I guess, yeah, homeschool, but... I wonder how that would happen. Or maybe we'll move into a time where there's like online school. Like yeah. It's like mm-hmm. being in person is like strictly optional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Lucky ass kids. <laughs> we'll see. By that point, by that point, they'll have like AI teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they might. Or they might just have a chip in their brain that tells them everything. Uh, no, no need for school anymore. Okay, so I learned I a new know. thing on TikTok and I don't know how I didn't put this together initially. Okay. So I was scrolling and I found an interesting fact here and um you know in university how like in graduating they wear like a gown they have a cap you saw this too right i didn't see this one (laughs) yeah they have like a gown they have the cap and they have the tassel whatever where do you think that comes from well i saw it now oh you saw it okay well that actually comes from the influence of the early um uh universities that were in islamic nations because of course you know the first 
university ever to be established was by uh, actually a Muslim woman in Morocco called Fatima. I oh, forget I, her full I, name. I knew that. I think I think I learned that from you when you yeah, went. I never said that. Really? I feel like you did. You learned it oh, from me. I Don't did. worry. You learned when it from you me. went and you did your study. No, no, no you learned it from me. You learned. From no, me. it was actually from her. Sorry. Okay, she didn't remember. You know, I'm just saying. Forget, yeah. Well, because of that fact, like, of course, naturally, the the is Muslim garb is like the robe, the not the robe, the kamis with the uh, actually the the um what's it called the sorry to cut you off but mm. the Moroccan kamis or thobe is yeah. actually a robe. A oh. lot of the Moroccan ones, like they have, you know, that like piece. That oh, the mic, yes, the mic. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that little piece <laughs> that goes over. I don't yeah. know exactly what that thing is called. I think it's mainly used for like when it's colder. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, because I have right? a. What happened? I was gonna. Fa- I was gonna find. Oh, your phone. phone? Yeah. Okay. Actually, funny enough, like, I have a. I have a Moroccan kamis, and it's actually like thicker. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the rope, but it has like a slit in the middle. It looks like it could be opened up at some yeah. point. Um, but yeah, to get back to that, so because the Muslim, the n- traditional Muslim garb is like the the kamis with the kaloita or in uh what do you call that in arabic kalansua and uh this because there are a lot of european students who would come over to the uh, uh arabian peninsula to the go to the universities mm-hmm. there they liked this style of clothing mm-hmm. and they brought it back with them because um they they saw it as like something of like a higher um, status. status because usually the scholars would wear it so they took this and actually made it part of their tradition in universities that whenever someone graduated they would wear the kameez because they're a scholar yeah and mm. then because they're a scholar and whatever they've learned yes, yes, yes. and the uh the hat. the hat actually is supposed to represent the quran so you know how it has a large square that's supposed to represent the Quran because the Quran is like the higher form, the highest form of like knowledge. It's mm-hmm. like it's like the most respected form of knowledge. And the tassel actually comes from your bookmark in the Quran. So you yeah. know how you see the tassel coming off the hat? That's actually to represent the bookmark that used to be in there. They've just the Europeans have just flattened it out to make it flat and put the tassel on there. But it's still kind of like an homage to that. Mm-hmm. Americans, you hear that? Yeah, and then your, ga- your graduation gowns are inspired by Islam. It's funny how like all these people who are like anti-Islam or like have have kind of had this like negative not thought but prejudice towards Islam, and they never realize like for years and years mm-hmm. their own scholars, their own students have been like putting on this traditional Islamic garb and they had it. Of course, they've changed a little bit, but it still looks very similar to the thobe. Mm-hmm. A lot of the hatred or the dislike towards Islam is mainly just due to ignorance. Yeah, and ironically enough, we are the ones who gave them the knowledge yeah, initially, but, right? Like because they are ignorant about what Islam actually is, mm-hmm. there's that fear, fear of the unknown and like yeah. fear of whatever they're being fed by mainstream media. Yeah. And but the ironic the another ironic thing is that like or something I realize is that if you look into like a lot of are these like fancy movies or just like movies in general, what do you see a lot of like the uh, well-respected characters wearing, especially in like Harry Potter mm-hmm. or like, like any of these fancy, they always wear like cloaks. the long gown and they're always wearing like some type of uh, head dress covering. that looks very, head covering that looks very similar to the one you see like sheikhs wearing yeah, or scholars wearing mm-hmm. in, in those older paintings or even now these days, right? Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how you see this influence in all of art and culture and it all comes down to like the traditional Islamic gowns that we used mm-hmm. to wear or right. that we still wear to this day and i don't know that was just an interesting fact 
that I found on I mean, the internet. It makes sense because the Ottoman Empire was so grand, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. it like what did it? It took over the majority of Europe, right? Or like I believe so, yeah. Maybe not the they, northern parts. A lot of like Russia too, like the Turkish yeah. people and were like going Spaniards, across there. Yeah, I don't. That's not a racial term, is it? Right? Spaniards? Spaniards? I don't think okay, so. Yeah. Um, and like but Spain Portugal. has a huge like a lot of the mosques there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they got uh, kicked out in I think like seventeen hundred. But the, you know, a lot of the like churches that. have like Islamic calligraphy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know what's crazy? I remember when I was in Portugal. Um, I went to Lisbon, and there's like this really. It, it was a hike, honestly. But like, there's these three castles that you mm-hmm. can visit, um, and they're really beautiful, very colorful. I forget the names of it. But you could only really visit two for some reason. And I, I didn't really understand why. Mm-hmm. But you could see the other castle from the distance. And it was mm-hmm. like this, like, uh, I can't remember if it was black or like, it was just a large castle. Like, mm-hmm. it was probably bigger than the other two. Oh. And they called it the Moor Castle. And the Moors were actually Muslims of, mm-hmm. like, the, the Ottoman Empire. I, th- I believe the Ottoman Empire. But basically, like, they're the, the Moors controlled... Um, or ruled the the Spain, Portugal, and Morocco, like all those areas. But I'm like, I wonder why they only closed off that castle. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't, you weren't even able to get to it somehow. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, is it because? Well, I mean, it probably is because it like has a lot of Islamic history. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like you know, just architecture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, I just found that so interesting because they would point it out, and even a lot of the um, museums that I went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much all of them, like when describing the architecture in Spain and Portugal and stuff, um, they all stemmed from Islam. Like mm-hmm. everything, wow. majority of the architecture that you see in Spain and Portugal mm-hmm. stems from Islam. And like when the Moors, like ran ruled, that yeah, ran yeah. that area. But I like they try to like they try to like like suppress, suppress it, suppress it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested, like. Like when we go back to Portugal, inshallah, like I want to like actually note all of that because I only noticed Mm it. I had no idea of this history. I only noticed it when I was there because I would look up at, you know, the buildings and like the apartments. Oh, you didn't know that. I I didn't think in Portugal. Yeah, me. So anytime I would look up, I would see calligraphy on like random streets and Mm -hmm. like like in the ancient, like in the older like buildings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I would see calligraphy everywhere and like the tiles and everything looked like the Moroccan tiles. So I was just kind of like, and then when I went to. Um, a random museum I saw like the mm-hmm. they even had a grave actually which is really interesting they showed like what the Islamic graves look like mm-hmm. and it was like a, di- a like a dug grave and then they put glass over it so you could like see over it and oh. then, like they explained the practices and did stuff it have like, like that. the sides open like the um, I can't exactly remember mm-hmm. um, but I do remember it was like an open thing but mm-hmm. yeah it was that's really cool. interesting mm-hmm. <gasps> I want to go check it out now yeah. yeah wait did you but you knew that like Portugal at one point was no. run I had no or idea. Spain in general was. I knew Spain. Yeah. yeah, all of Spain was. Um, mm-hmm. The and I think they, it used to be called Andaliza or mm-hmm. like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of like the reason why a lot of like Spanish countries or Spanish words have like el in front of it, it's actually al. Mm-hmm. No way! Yeah, isn't yeah. that so crazy? Mm-hmm. I did not like put two and two together. Me neither. The el because. Because Islam had a major influence on Spanish culture. Well, not culture. I don't want to say culture, but like that's who Maybe was their language, before. right? Mm-hmm. The uh. L and stuff. It stemmed from Al. Did mm-hmm. you know that? I I knew I about this because yeah. there was a guy on TikTok <laughs> again <laughs> who TikTok broke down University. the 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 linguistics of mm. uh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but that was that was. There's a lot of influence, a lot of Islamic influence in the world that people just. I guess it's been 
kind of like um what do you call it when something is like changed slightly over time altered over time it's been so altered over time that mm-hmm. it's kind of lost that connection yeah. but you can still see like little remnants remnants of it, of it. exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yo i'm actually like really interested to check it out now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like the the architecture in morocco and spain and very Portugal similar? actually very similar. Oh. All the tiling, everything. Well, it's like insane. you can literally see. Can't you see Morocco from uh, Spain or Portugal? Like, well, yeah, it's the very tips. Yeah, the it's very kind of like. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I was going to say. It's like it's like, uh, it's like, it's like uh, uh, in Greece how they have Cyprus and across from it you can see. I'm not a hundred percent, but okay. but but it's kind of like. Um, well, I guess there's no body of water in between it, but like Detroit mm-hmm. and Toronto. Yeah, I or guess. Or New so. York and New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not far from each other. The very tip of Morocco. Yeah. Area. You can take a, a tr- uh, ferry. A sh- yeah, ferry over. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if you could swim it. Uh, probably <laughs> not. There's yeah. sharks. <laughs> Are there? It's a sea. It's, yeah, but like, would they be like in the main it's a area? sea. Why wouldn't they be there? They won't yeah. touch me. They'll be fine. Whatever. All right, go do okay. it. Let okay, us we'll know do that go. next time we go. <laughs> you will do that. <laughs> okay. And uh, before we continue on the next topic, uh, we're going to take a quick break here so I can reset the camera. And we're back. Sarah, stop scrolling. Oh, Sarah's going to read Instagram stories. See, she needed that dopamine hit. Okay, I guys. really did. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? You know what? I've been sleeping for the past two days, so I haven't... Even what? Sleeping. What do you? Why? Oh, because you're just recovering from the just wedding. Recovering, yeah. Yeah, that's what wedding se- wedding season does to you guys. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you need to take two days of breaks. So I didn't. I didn't actually take any days off. Oh, really? So I I worked on Monday and today. Damn. So what I day just, is it today? Today's what time did you leave right? the wedding okay. on Monday or like, Sunday? Honestly, the hall was like five minutes from my house. Oh right. Oh But yeah. I left at like I want to say like one thirty, one forty five ish. Wow. What time did they finish? One thirty. <laughs> oh, okay. So literally, when they finished, you got you left. Like, like they were taking down the decorations and stuff, mm-hmm. and like the music stopped and everything. And then I was like, "I am head out." Mm. Is it my memory that's bad or like probably? Remember, like <laughs> weddings used to finish at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did. They actually <laughs> or, did. Or though. four o'clock in the morning okay, or something not four like that. O'clock. No, that's wild. Definitely two or three though. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't know. It's because like now people are just having weddings on Sundays and people have work the next day. Yeah. Or it's because we're just old. <laughs> but um, like, and I don't know because the people are getting married around the same age as they used to. So. I think maybe halls are also getting stricter with the time. Mm, I think yeah. back then, you know, they probably weren't as strict, but you could slide yeah. them a hundred dollar bill. They're like, I exactly. <laughs> but now it's like, okay, no, you want to add an extra hour, thousand dollars. Exactly. So but like, like okay. even then, when the weddings would finish at three o'clock, like people would still have energy at three o'clock. They yeah, they'd be, be like, where's the after party? Exactly. <laughs> Where are we going so next? True. I'm like, sleep. <laughs> Do you guys remember Sebri's wedding? Yeah. Huh? We How long s- that? Go for we that? didn't sleep. Oh, really? We oh, went yeah. back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all changed. Remember that? And then we went out. Uh, I don't. I think. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I can't remember. My memory is so bad. I kind of remember. I remember it was downtown. a little bit of a blur. Were we there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a time yeah, where we were like know. pulling we went up to, to Lighthouse. Spots. Like oh, the, the entire oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, okay, yeah, now I remember, now that. I remember that. Yeah. No, you don't. You just want to fit in. I just want to fit in. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> no, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. No, Although I feel like I went in my outfit. So did I. Yeah. Full on ball gown. Exactly. <laughs> I remember. I remember lighthouse in general. Okay. 
All right, Peter Lighthouse. I know. That, yeah. was, that, was a, that was a memory in time. Hey, no, nah, F that place. I got robbed there, okay? You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was your fault, though. That, that was your fault. For leaving thousands of dollars of equipment it in your bag. It was like a $1,000 ago, whatever, Dumb. okay? I didn't get robbed, like, physically, but, like, yeah. someone took it from the car yeah yeah they smashed yeah. The, and it was a company car too yeah and it was a company laptop that was the beginning too. of the end that yeah was. exactly <laughs> amir's have a pimp mobile mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't take it right away honestly <laughs> wait they let you keep it after that didn't they yeah yeah until i For got into a couple crashes and, then, and they were like all right amir we're gonna have to revoke your access because but, you're no, no, costing no, no. us too much money no no, no. but it was it wasn't really because of that it was because they had hired another person who was also using the vehicle. Mm-hmm. See, that was their scapegoat. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, scapegoat. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, how do we tell him without like uh, making him feel sad? Yeah, no, I knew. I it was does like, get hot in here. Sorry, I just cut you off. It does. But I'm just like, damn, really hot. <laughs> really? Yeah, I feel okay. Because <sighs> you're drinking breathe. hot coffee. Yeah. Yeah, but fun. you didn't drink it yet. It's still no, like sitting it. on. Oh, you finished it? <laughs> Dang, you haven't seen me sipping. <laughs> no, no, I didn't take a drink once. Were you sipping it this whole like time? All the times I've been yeah, I literally yeah. Yeah, I don't remember seeing you sipping. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm here being like the typical inst- um, TikTok I- iced coffee girl. That's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> but I do remember like there are certain times where we wouldn't like pull up to a spot. Are we exposing ourselves? Okay, whatever. We would expose. We would <laughs> we would pull up to a spot at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., something like that you we, would yeah. okay we i never would. we didn't do that yeah. I, would. I i would always be like drop me off at home <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I would, last week yeah it's <laughs> just like i'm ahead of uh, y'all oh, have yeah, fun yeah, though yeah yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't be leaving my house past 9 30 anymore mm-hmm. but i was tired that's mm-hmm. when i i realized that mm-hmm. life ain't for me anymore yeah yeah until this summer yeah we'll see <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true y'all are still gonna, gonna be working but i was like mm-hmm. I felt it when I had to drive home and I literally had to put my AC until I was shivering yeah, to stay awake. Yeah, I've had to do that before. And it's so scary. I'm like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. The weird thing good. is that like at nighttime, I'm probably the most awake when it comes to driving. Like if I'm going home at nighttime after something, mm. I, I think it's because I'm just, I get excited and I mean, I'm going home. Because <laughs> <laughs> like just socially, <laughs> I was like, because you guys don't realize like, okay, you know what I realized? You know what I realized? People think, like I'm an extrovert in small groups. I was talking about you at a wedding. There you go. Because people didn't believe that you were actually an introvert. Yeah. See, I'm an extrovert in small groups. Okay. Y'all hear that? But but in in bigger in weddings, like you guys don't see this, but when I go to a wedding, like my brain is firing at a thousand miles per hour. I can tell sometimes. Because like my brain is like, if I don't say hi to every <laughs> single person who knows me, <laughs> you know? they're going to hate me for the rest of their life. You just see Amir sitting down <laughs> and be like, jittery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. No one said anything. He's like, <laughs> I was just going to say, he's like darting around. Yeah. Like, like, bro, because you I relax, have to eat your food. No, it's because I have to make sure that I say hi to every single person I have interacted <laughs> with. It's like, it's Amir. like plastered smile. It's like, <laughs> you'll see someone walking from across the hall and be like, hey. I'm like, yo, shut up. We don't got to talk to everybody. <laughs> and he feels like he has to hug every single person yes uh, mm-hmm. i got over that real quick i feel so bad man because like wave i just i i feel like if they if i don't have a proper a good interaction with every single person they're gonna hate me sorry what i was you know no you're fine okay but they're gonna hate me and like they're gonna judge me and they're gonna uh, 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 you know what though the moms do be judging exactly because the amount of times i had my mom like grab my grab my wrist and being like you have to go say hi to 
person. Yeah, you, you They're get it. so mad. You walk past them. You didn't say mm-hmm. hi. I don't know why I'm talking like that. But um, you yeah. know what I say? And I would you know have to I say? Mm. Especially at weddings when I don't wear my glasses. I'm like, oh, sorry. I can't see. I yeah. didn't see you there. I'm blind. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And well, I purposely try to just avoid eye contact at all costs. Mm-hmm. Just nah, that they, I don't they have know to. you. No, like, I, yeah, there's, there are people who I see literally every single Saturday. And if I don't say hi to them every single Saturday, mm-hmm. they get mad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that. I want to understand alone, that. Con- like, can we just, like, dissect that for a second? I don't know, man. Yeah. I think Unless I'm, like, your friend. Mm hmm. I don't expect for you to say hi to me every single No, it'll time. be like aunties and stuff like that. Well, like, why do they get so mad? Mm-hmm. I think it's because, like, I don't know. I think it's them holding on to you, like, your child memory. Your mm-hmm. child, they're... But we didn't say hi back then either. Yeah. I mean, our parents would kind of force us, you know, like, oh, like, like you're getting mm-hmm. so big, like... You know, it's some not lady, the- some lady, okay, hopefully she's not watching this, but some lady <laughs> literally came up to me in the wedding and, like, her face looked familiar, but I didn't exactly know who she was. Mm-hmm. But she was she was just like grabbed like it was like a hard hug. Mm-hmm. Is the one that pinched your slap. Yeah, your and then and then at the end she's like she she like gave me like one of those and I was just kind of I actually like stood back, and I could tell people <laughs> were watching me, and I was just like, after that I just kind of tapped her shoulder and walked away because I was just kind of like, don't I don't like when my dad touches my face, mm-hmm. let alone anyone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when you're wearing makeup. Yeah, Ooh. I was like sis back up mm-hmm. but i don't know it's just sometimes like i think people just feel entitled to yeah I, le- I let people walk time. all over me man. I yeah just, you really do <laughs> boundaries amir huh no because for me it doesn't cost me anything i'm like whatever okay Honestly, time. Huh? it actually gonna... it actually gives me more peace peace of mind <laughs> i understand how you feel because like this weekend i felt like that too but yeah. only because it was like my entire dad's side of the family yeah. mm-hmm. so i'm like oh, i gotta say hi to everybody yeah. like hey guys and by the end of it, mm-hmm. my social battery was at like a negative 10. Yeah. It wasn't even at zero. It was like, ne- I don't want to talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. So I, on, on Monday, like I basically just like bo- blocked off my schedule so I wouldn't have any meetings. Yeah. So that I could just like chill. S- slow- yeah, chill. Because Recharge. I was so like mm-hmm. for a week straight and there's like still people at my house and you're just like, dang, I got to be on like 24 mm-hmm. 7. Like the mm-hmm. minute I open my eyes, I have to be like ready to go, ready to entertain, mm-hmm. and as extroverted as I am, like, I'm tired. It's draining. Now you know how I feel, man. That's yeah, why, that's why after, like? yeah, that's why after the wedding, I get excited because it means that I, I don't have to interact with anyone anymore. Not that I don't like it. I love interacting yeah. with people, but, like, on a smaller scale, you know, or I can have, like, a better conversation mm. and, like, be myself more and kind of thing. You know, it's like, I don't know. You know what I realized? What? That's, I think I realized now like, I used to always tell people, like, especially on here, I used to be like, yeah, I think I'm an introvert, too. I'm actually mm-hmm. not. No. Because I realized at this wedding that, like, I was genuinely thriving off of having, like, a hundred different conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, one minute I'm like, yeah, yeah, Then turn and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I like, I can't, I think it was one of my, like, Sitra. She's like, how the hell do you, like, just, you just keep, you keep going mm-hmm. and you just don't stop and you're just saying hi to everybody. I'm like, well, if I don't say hi... Like, who's going to say hi to them? Who's going to greet them? Yeah. Like, you kind of have to. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Like, I greet everyone, but it just drains me. In the moment, <laughs> I'm fine. I yeah. think it's just after doing it for, like, three days straight, I yeah. was like, all right. You see? I'm tired. It's a lot. And then remembering those conversations alone is just, like, taxing in itself. Because you yeah. have to, like, if it's a continuous, like, let's say you spoke to someone yesterday. You see them again. Mm-hmm. I That's why I never say names. 
I never say names because mm-hmm. I forget everybody's name. Really? Yeah, I remember faces better. Mm. So I'll like I'll cr- interact with that person by face, but then when they remember my name, I'm like, oh shit, I feel bad now. <laughs> but I think it's because like maybe they haven't, they don't feel that same um, drive to like interact with every single person. So they've interacted maybe like five people in that wedding, and I've interacted yeah. with two hundred. <laughs> mm. That's probably so what it's just it a is. numbers game at that point, right? That's probably what so it is. So it gets a little crazy. But yeah, uh-huh. you know, it's, it was a lot. Um, it was a lot. So what I was going to talk about here is I wanted to inform you guys about what's going on on the other side of the internet. The internet that I'm a part of that you guys don't really interact with as much, which is like um, the, toxic the debate side thing. of TikTok. The toxic side. The, yeah, like where they debate about toxicity and Andrew just different Tate. things. Andrew, well, Andrew Tate doesn't even actually come up that option, but often, but he's somewhat, somewhat related to this. So do you guys know about the red pill? Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot. Like you did explain I mentioned that it movie? before. No, the red. Oh, well, hmm. it's it's taken from the Matrix. Oh, where like there's the red pill and the blue pill. The blue pill is like if you want to stay in the Matrix. Yeah. The red pill is if you want to get out of the Matrix. So essentially, there's these people that consider themselves called red pill, which basically means that like they've seen the Matrix and now they've broken out of the Matrix. And these are basically guys who are like alpha male, like f- uh, f-, uh, f all the women, um, so um men. make money, <laughs> you know, make money f. So they're women, Bati basically. boys. Huh? So they're Bati boys. Well, Bati boys like is a gay person. Though. Yeah, they said F women, so No, I mean like 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 do them. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna get uh, I don't wanna get demonetized here, but you know what I mean, F-B-M- right? M What? M. Okay, I get it, and we get it. You but, know what I mean, yeah. right? No, I don't know if she got it, but I think, we'll no, see. she got it. <laughs> you got, she, it? I got it. Just, okay. Yeah. I just said the acronym, I can't. Okay, but yeah, so they are uh, they're the most prominent figure of this, and I think this will probably make it easier to remember is Andrew Tate. Yeah. Whatever he was spewing was basically red pill stuff, right? Um, and then there was another person who was big in the community called Sneeko, who was like his predecessor, or like someone who was very influenced by him. And when Andrew Tate went into... Is that the uh, Asian guy? Yeah, he's like oh. half Asian, half mm-hmm. black. I've or, never even heard of this huh? guy. I only life. know him through uh, Walid. Oh. There you go. See, yeah, he, he was interacting with him a few yeah. times. And they were super aggressive on this red pill stuff, like you know make money all that kind of stuff um and recently i guess after andrew tate he converted to islam yeah like they they were like you know still very aggressive towards that Mm -hmm. and ironically enough like even though a lot of these statements they were saying were very antithetical to islam i don't think that's a word is that not a word (laughs) yeah it is search it up antithetical is a word sada i could just say it's like it could be it's like the anti- antithesis of Islam. Like it, it goes against a lot of things okay. that we would typically preach. There was a lot of Muslim men who were part of this group, mm-hmm. but after Andrew Tate converted, they've been slowly starting to like shift towards more of like Islamic ideal. Okay, if that makes sense. So it's starting to like be like you know what this red pill stuff isn't really what it is a word. It is a word. What I say, okay? Whatever. But they've been shifting to more of like an Islamic ideal of lifestyle. And unfortunately, like the reason they got into it is because of the whole four wives thing. But you know, people come into Islam in a different way here and there. But now there's this clash between like the red pill and the people who are espousing like uh, more Islamic views. And ironically enough, Sneeko, who's a big red pill guy, converted to Islam. Did he? Yeah. Wow. I know, right? I don't know who he is, but good for him. But like, of course, he's still like learning. And a lot Mm -hmm. of things he say are still like, you know, 
kind of like okay buddy you that's know you still need to learn crazy. a little more i mean but, i don't know much about him but but that was that was a huge thing recently that happened where he mm-hmm. just came out and said yeah i've converted to islam and uh, funny enough like he, now he's actually going on these podcasts he used to go on like something uh the podcast called fresh and fit who is super mm-hmm. red pill and he's actually like now almost anti-red pill and go- debating them more and like pushing back more on these ideas that he used to espouse himself only like six months ago and you know what i say to that what he found you lost and guided you. Oh, I was going to say a lot. Which, means, <laughs> which means, mm-hmm. okay, the red pill people, they're very lost. And inshallah, Allah will guide them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And clearly, I mean, the two spokespeople, I guess, of that community yeah. were guided. So, so that was something that I wanted to bring up because it's a huge thing in that community. And so I guess this is something to show you that, like, even though, because when you first mentioned it, we were very, like, anti- this like idea of like trying to tie Islam with the red pill. Mm. But now it seems to have like turned on them where a lot of these red pill people are like, oh shoot, this is actually not really working in our favor. The people who made money off of this. And it's actually pushing a lot of these people to look into Islam more. And like people clearly like if the main guys, the two main guys of red pill are com- have converted to Islam mm-hmm. at this point. Like what does that say about what's going to be happening in the future, right? But uh, for, I hope that they start to actually start to like preach the good parts of islam mm-hmm. or not andrew the good part Sneeko? like the, the real parts of islam i mean yeah andrew and sneeko yeah exactly because they mean, are still very much on that like um money is very important and all that which it is in these days but like that's not what islam is mostly about yeah you know it's more more about serving the people mm-hmm. than serving yourself and i yeah. think that's like their next evolution on what's going to be happening in the community because right there, the, right now, they're still very much pushing the whole serving yourself thing. I think I think the more, you know, they're taught about the way the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, was raised and yeah. grew up and his mannerisms. I think that's the best way of them, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like leaving those toxic mentality or whatever. Toxic yeah. mind, you know, their toxic mindset behind. Yeah. Because I think like... People, people will just take things out of context mm-hmm. in Islam, be like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're allowed four wives. But they don't know, okay, but if you have four wives, you have to make sure you're able to have that. Exactly. Right. Like, it's not just some any regular, regular man down the street. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you have obligations. Right. Yeah, technically, you could take that. Mm-hmm. But now you're failing in all, all your obligations. So, yeah. like, you know, so learning through the Prophet's ways, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully yeah. they actually look into that and, like, whoever their teachers are. Yeah. And a lot of times, and a lot of times when they mention the the multiple wives thing, they're like saying, "Look, all these scholars had multiple wives, and like the prophets but had multiple they, wives." And, and at the same time, you're like, "Okay, I don't know what you're saying, but like, I'm pretty sure you're not a wali. Exactly. You're not. <laughs> it's not just that. You also have to think about like the reason and the wisdom behind having multiple mm-hmm. wives. Mm-hmm. You know, like we obviously now know that there are more women than men on this earth, mm-hmm. and when you think about like men who have multiple wives one they have to provide for them financially they have to fulfill all of her obligations they're sorry obligations because there's more than one Mm -hmm. two they have to treat them all equally Mm -hmm. yeah yeah a man may not necessarily be obligated to tell the first wife like hey i'm about to marry a second one Mm -hmm. but you also shouldn't be breaking your wife's heart like think about it in a a lot of technicalities exactly exactly it's not just black and white it's always them like yeah. The guys who can't afford to even have one wife that are mm-hmm. like, oh, I have four wives. Exactly. Okay, buddy, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, or- <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure 90% of these the audiences mm. 
that listen to these red people people mm-hmm. who are talking about all these like multiple wise things like they probably haven't even had like a prospect of a wife yeah. to damn <laughs> they're, <not> even, <laughs> they're probably not even close to that you a lot of them are probably is. like 15 16 it's men that want to feel empowered yeah. i think it's a fantasy it yeah, is they're it living is. out of fantasy then. yeah like mm-hmm. ideally in an ideal world you'd yeah. be you'd have the means to fu- um not fund sustain mm-hmm. maintain four households yeah you know what i mean because those who think that they can have four wives you can't just buy a four bedroom house and be like all right one bedroom for exactly. each of you <laughs> like, you're trying to buy four different houses when mm-hmm. you can't even afford a rented condo mm-hmm. like or apartment <laughs> and when you listen <laughs> yeah and when you listen to the people who are like esp- espousing or like they're mm-hmm. uh preaching these things about like multiple wives or like how to treat women a lot of times like just from hearing them, you know that they probably haven't interacted with a woman. It sounds like they haven't interacted with a woman in years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like they don't know how women really are and they don't know mm-hmm. how to really treat a woman. Yeah. So either taking advice from these guys who have no experience at all with the gay... Like half of them aren't married. I think one of the main guys, there's this guy on a podcast called Fresh and Fit. And he's mm-hmm. always talking about relationships, how to treat women, how to get as many women as you want. He's Sudanese. You know him, right? Yeah, Myron. I... I, I his name is Myron. Yeah, I don't know him, but I've seen like the the beef he had with that one girl. Yeah, he's Sudanese himself. Yeah, he's Sudanese. He oh. has an Islamic background. Oh, so he's Muslim. Uh, I don't know. Oh, he's never said. Oh, I think Could no. Be. He said he said at one point that like he is Muslim, but like he's living his life out now how he wants. And in the future, when he gets older, he'll get back to like the dean and all that stuff. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, may Allah guide him. Yeah, may exactly. Allah guide him. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's I all can we say can that. say. But the funny thing about that guy is that he's never actually been in a relationship, <laughs> like any long term, any relationship at all. See, I believe that the, wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and, and that's he's why giving advice to all these guys about relationships. But that's why I get weary. Like when we are asked to talk about marriage and relationships, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like. We both single. What y'all want to know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much we can really say on it. Exactly. So this guy who's like fully preaching, mm-hmm. like, where are you getting your information if and, you've never well, been? Funny enough, the guy that they look up to, who's made a, multiple books on like the red pill and like how to be a high value man and all that stuff. He's been married for 30 years and he's had one woman, one wife. And it's not like an open relationship or anything like that. So his idea of what the idea, a relationship is and how it works is from like 30 years of 30 years ago experience mm-hmm. and times have changed now he he was married before the yeah. internet was a big thing right. he, he was married before like uh there's all these new ways of communicating and all that right, right and right. he's basically the guy they all look up to yeah and the recently actually funny enough that same guy mm-hmm. who's like 40 50 years old he like put out a list saying like here's eight things you can do to be like a high value man and number three on the list, guess what it was? What? He's like, get a vasectomy in your early 20s so you have no chances of like getting someone pregnant. And I think like the first, the first two things or one of them was like, uh, don't build a family and don't like form good, don't form relationships he, and don't build a family. He's low-key smart. You know why? What? He's like, these men shouldn't be breeding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what his thought process is. If you're taking that is. advice, honestly, I don't know. But it's, and, and like, the the guy I mentioned earlier, the Myr- Myron and his uh, other friend on the show, or the guy his co-host, they like because they look up to this guy and they don't want to go against him. Like they were saying, oh yeah, you know these are some good points or whatever. But uh, they lost a lot of people that followed them because of, of uh, that third point of like getting a vasectomy. Like why would you like That's so intentionally sterilize yourself? And then the chances of being able to re 
re- re- what do you mm-hmm. call it? a reverse or a vasectomy yeah i think like after 10 years it's like 90 percent failure mm-hmm. rate and yeah. like even when you first get it it's like 45 to 35 percent failure rate so they're literally telling their whole audience to like sterilize themselves that's so they can, that's wild yeah if people actually listen to them unfortunately millions of people do no way but now because of this schism where like sneeko recently came out as being coming muslim and went on to their show afterwards and started pushing back because before he would because he was so like deep in the red pill he wasn't really pushing back on a lot of these on a lot of these points but now that he's kind of like seen the light essentially yeah he's starting to push back a lot more and point out all the ridiculousness of what they're saying so yeah that's how that's, did they that's, feel about it though because i didn't listen to this who? podcast like when Sneeko came back as a Muslim and he's now pushing back, like they still think that he's part of the red pill because Sneeko says that he's like somewhat still in that realm, mm. uh, but he's willing to push back more and like point out the flaws in it. Um, but they're so like, like broken from being. You know how you're just stuck in an ideology mm-hmm. where you you can't even think about there being another option or the other mm-hmm. um, possibilities. points possibilities that they kind of just like repeat the same things they've been saying for the past few years and don't have a real good rebuttal to Men it. Men like that infuriate me. I know. Mm-hmm. Like actually infuriate me. <laughs> yeah. And Damn. unfortunately, but now they're like solely getting exposed. Well, they are, they are exposed for it because of what they're, the guy they look up to said that 40, 50 year old dude, and they're trying to defend him, but like they realize that they can't really defend it. I'm sure if this Myron guy got into a, like a committed relationship, mm-hmm. He wouldn't be part of the red com- red pill community anymore. Yeah, they're, they're stuck serving themselves right now, right? Because they have no anything. other choice. Yeah, and well, also because they have an incentive. They're making money off of this. They're yeah. making millions of dollars I off think of that's, this. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Because regardless of if they ever back out of it, they mm-hmm. probably think that they will lose, lose their followers, audience. Yeah. lose their audience, therefore lose the money yeah yeah and i think that's what keeps them in that ideology they almost they don't even want to see the truth they want to stay blind exactly because it's making them a lot of money is it worth it though Mm -hmm. i mean for some people capitalism Mm -hmm. is the you know that runs that's true yeah people will sell for them anything like well as as you see selling your soul yeah Yeah. Yeah. like because they're essentially Mm -hmm. like the only fan girls (laughs) like if 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 they were like uh what do you call again I guess they're they're it. like the only fan girls of like the men's world if that makes sense like they're mm-hmm. selling their dignity they're selling their their soul i guess mm-hmm. to be able to make money off of this just like how yeah but that's a whole other thing too you know but yeah so if you guys have any you know thoughts about what we've been mentioning today whether it comes to weddings red pill wait i have one question what though mm-hmm. are you more just curious that's why you're 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 uh your feed is catered to like that pill or are you actually yeah, in it like what's wanted? Yeah. Oh no, it's because I follow another guy named uh Destiny okay. who debates these guys. Oh okay. and he posts videos with them. So whenever he gets onto their page, he like reposts their podcast so I get it that way. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah and he always he's he's like really pushy. He hates the red pill. Mm-hmm. So because of that I'm exposed to it. Gotcha. Yeah, and of course you have like Abba and Preach, who is another duo YouTuber, mm-hmm. a, U- a YouTube crew, I guess, who also like makes videos where they kind of um, go against or break down their mm-hmm. arguments, and that's how I'm exposed to it. So don't worry, I'm not part of the. I'm actually on the opposite side. Hi, we yeah. hear you. That's why I can point out a lot of the flaws in their stuff. Okay. Okay. So uh, again, thank you guys for listening. 
Uh, we didn't mention this before, but make sure to subscribe. We're so close to 5,000 subscribers. I just Woo! have to say, which oh, yeah. is wild because we literally just did our giveaway mm-hmm. for 3,000. Um, <laughs> for 3,000. And y'all just continue to show up. So thank mm-hmm. you guys so much we appreciate Ooh. you i want to say a quick thank you to everyone who left such like amazing comments under oh the yeah video we did with Yassine that was like mm-hmm. really really sweet and that just made us very happy yeah thank you. a lot of people were a little uh what? a little salty when i called them nosy you're not nosy it's just <laughs> you love aisha we love mm-hmm. her too and why not have her share her oops, her oh. news <laughs> <laughs> on on our channel mm-hmm. um where it's kind of like you know her second home mm-hmm. i guess yeah so yeah thank you guys. okay guys uh yeah remember to subscribe to the channel follow us on all our socials follow uh you probably aisha already Harun. do you probably already do follow <laughs> aisha they, Harun. They probably already do <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to her channel if you already um and yeah we'll see y'all next week bye, bye. when you mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.